You are listening to 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. James Marshall is a registered investment advisor and president of Marshall Wealth Management. His registered investment advisory firm is registered in Texas and Kentucky. For 30 years, he has been educating, advising, and managing wealth for diverse families all over the country. This podcast is about different concepts of wealth building, some financial, some emotional, physical, and yes, some spiritual. The bottom line is you will leave with some knowledge and knowledge is wealth. So whether you're walking, running, exercising, or having your choice of beverages, no judgments here, clear, then open your mind and get ready for some life-changing financial lessons. It's your time. Here's your host, James Marshall. Hello, wealth builders, and welcome to podcast number 19, Avoid Analysis Paralysis. You know, overthinking and second-guessing yourself can cost you some good opportunities. And we're going to talk about it right after we look at our financial definition of the day. Today's letter is R, and R is for Return on Investment, or the abbreviation is ROI. ROI is a performance measure used to evaluate the efficiency of an investment or compare the efficiency of a number of different investments. It tries to directly measure the amount of return on a particular investment relative to the investment's cost. Now, in order to calculate your ROI, the benefit or return of an investment is divided by the cost of the investment. The result is expressed as a percentage or a ratio. Let me give you an example. Suppose Bill invested $1,000 into XYZ Corporation in 2018, and he sold his shares for a total of $1,200 one year later. In order for him to calculate the return on his investment, he would divide his profits, which would be 1,200 minus 1,000 equals 200. Remember, he invested 1,000, he sold it for 1,200, so his profits was $200. He would divide that $200 by the investment cost, which is $1,000, for an ROI of 200 divided by 1,000, which equals 20%. So he would have secured a 20% growth or return on his investment. Got it? Okay, got it. You got to know if you're making money or not. And the only way to know if you're making money is to do the math. What is your return on investment? All right, let's talk about analysis paralysis. Now, analysis paralysis will not only keep you from taking action on what could be a beneficial move for you, it can also cause you to lose money and go backwards instead of forward. Usually, this is overthinking, and overthinking is based on a fear of failure. But most times, it's just a reaction to growth and moving to new territories. Now, you're reacting because you're moving somewhere that you've not been before. You're making decisions that you've not made, so you're hesitating to make sure it's the right decision. This can cause your distress and this causes anxiety, which often manifests itself into physical discomfort, like cold sweats, headaches, uh, queasiness in your stomach, all those things. You've had it before. Sometimes it can be confused with love, but that's a different story. Different podcast, too. <laughs> the law of attraction.com says that people overthink because of several reasons. One is negative self-talk, being overly critical of themselves, or just plain old fear. They say there are six different things that you can do to help you stop overanalyzing everything. So let's just kind of take a look at those six things briefly. Uh, Number one, if you can become more self-aware 
you should be able to recognize when you're overanalyzing and be able to talk yourself out of it. This means being able to pay more attention to your thoughts and feelings instead of that thing that is causing you to stress out. They say if you do this, you can start to see when you're overthinking and why. And once you've started to see this happening, you can try to consciously talk yourself out of it by asking yourself questions like, how am I feeling? Do I really need to worry? What can I do to change how I'm feeling? Uh, you should be able to hopefully rationalize with yourself, uh, understand how you're feeling and talk yourself out of overthinking. The second thing is put things into a wider perspective. Now, sometimes you can feel stuck or caught in a trap and it can be easy to keep this cycle going. So when you find yourself in this trap of overanalyzing, just take a deep breath and try to put things into perspective. What does it all really mean? What is the real risk that we're dealing with, right? The third one is realize that you can't control everything. When people overthink, it's usually a way they can uh, control things, such as their thoughts and feelings. However, some things happen that are just out of your control, and, and that's okay. You cannot control the future, but you can control how you react to it, and that's a good one. Especially with investments, you don't know what they're gonna do. You can just uh, deal with how you react to what happened with that investment. Fourth thing is distract yourself. Sometimes all you need is a good distraction that can help you to stop overanalyzing. Uh, if there's a certain situation that you seem to be thinking too much about or you want to try to uh, stop thinking so much about it, try to distract yourself by doing something that you love. This could be a hobby or, or something that helps you to relax, such as meditation or yoga. Just use these things as a distraction to try to get a better handle of how you're feeling about things, to make you be a little bit easier about things, quiet your thoughts, just kind of bring you down so you can think clearly. Distraction can sometimes be good. Number five, write out your thoughts. Being able to write down your thoughts is a great way to become more self-aware and see how you're feeling. It may be best to write your thoughts down early in the morning, right when they're fresh in your mind, and you can hopefully forget about them for the rest of the day. And number six, change your environment. You know, there can be certain problems or situations that worry you and cause you to start overanalyzing things. You may be able to think more clearly if you just leave the environment that you're in and go somewhere else that's less stressful. When you do that, you may not overanalyze. If you're in a location or an environment that is causing you to overanalyze, leave that environment. You could go outside, you can go to the park, to the woods, you can go to the library, even to a coffee shop where you can relax and be present in the moment. This may allow you to be able to look at your problems in a different light and be able to think about how you're feeling in the present. Of course, I just say, if you pray, don't worry. And if you worry, don't pray. You can't do both. But hey, that's just my opinion about overanalyzing and analysis paralysis. I wanted to bring in someone else who I feel can give us a, his spin on this whole idea of investors not taking action. This is my good friend, Robert. He's a financial advisor out of Miami. Uh, we've been knowing each other for a number of years. He's a, he's a real good guy and very knowledgeable. And we just want to kind of get his feel on it. And, and All right, Fred here with Robert Henderson. He's a financial advisor, but, but he's in Miami, so I don't see him as in competition. So I'm going to let him be in my podcast because he ain't trying to get no class in Houston or Louisville. Are you, man? I'm trying to get him wherever he can get All right, man. Look, Bizarre, if you get a call from Robert Henderson, just just say, I'm with James. <laughs> you know, I've been doing this for 32 years now. I'm certified financial planner down here in Miami, Florida. Uh, you know, I have to be able to be real, you know, versatile. 
especially, you know, people find out I'm down here in Miami, they say, Hablo Espanol. I say, hey, como esta? <laughs> Yo, Roberto Henderson. <laughs> so I have to be able to speak that. But to think on, uh, you know, this, this client is overthinking a whole lot of things. And this thing is fear. Fear is a very powerful emotion. And now, you know, with all different types of industries that are jockeying for consumers' dollars, there's a lot of misinformation out there. I don't want to just say straight out lies, but they always say straight out lies. Mm-hmm. And it gets people confused, especially that internet. You know what I mean? On the internet, they, you tell them about a product or a strategy, and you just name something, especially if they have an insurance name on it, and they want to go and, you know, look at the internet and always tell them, I said, listen, you can buy anything on the internet. You know, if you Google Mother Teresa, they'll say she's an antichrist. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, yeah, you, you, you name any Fortune 500 company that have been sued, all of them have been sued on the internet, from McDonald's to Coca-Cola to Amazon, you know, because we live in a, a, litigious, a litigious society where everybody's looking to either hit the lotto or flip and fall, mm-hmm. come up and go to lawsuits. So, so fear is, is, is really gripping, and it really grips you. And, you know, fear makes you do the things that you shouldn't be doing, and it keeps you from doing the things that you should. Mm. And I think that, you know, that whole analyzing and overanalyzing, can you imagine going to the doctor and you have chest pain and you want to analyze the doctor that's coming to see you? You want to look at his grade point out. <laughs> What school did he go to? You ain't worried about that. Talked to his last patient. Right. right. Did he live? <laughs> Earl. <laughs> Look him up and see, you know. No, you just, man, make this pain go away. You in here, you, this is what you do. So a lot of lay people, you know, with just, you know, analyzing so much, they, they, they become, you know, paralyzed and afraid to do anything. That's why I keep saying, you know, fear being this big emotion. But you, you know, once you, you know, be able to discern, especially church people, people that say that they believe in the, in the Father and the God, Mm-hmm. You should have a spirit to be able to recognize when you're talking to a brother like me or James that you can see, you can see the God in us. Mm-hmm. What's that, man? Yeah, man, you ought to be able to see that. Mm-hmm. If you can't discern, I don't want to do business with you anyway. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at me and questioning me and over-questioning me, I know that, that's a sign that you can't see who I am. Mm. Now let me ask you, do you think there's any similarities between analysis, paralysis, and this thing they call fear of missing out? Are they on the opposite side of the coin? Yeah, I think they're on the opposite side of the coin because fear of missing out, people just, you know, they just go without calculating the risk. They just do it because Susie, you know, John, Dick, and Harry did it. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to lose out anyway. Especially that uh, now the market is so high, mm. that's when more lay people, people who not really well read or don't know the history, they want to pile in. You get more people, especially people who are not, uh, I, I would say, on the high income uh, 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 level, they want to try to come up fast so they rush in. But you know, right now the rush in, you're at the high. Mm-hmm. But think about it. We're not, this is not 2008. You just ask yourself, do you think that we're at the low or we're at the high? If we're at the high, then you got to be cautious. Mm-hmm. Because so, somewhere in between right now, uh, somewhere between analysis paralysis and fear of missing out. Now you want to research what you want to invest in a little bit, but not too much. It's a happy medium. Huh? Yeah, you got to have an equilibrium. you got to, you know, so we call it not only asset allocation, but when it comes to retirement, we're looking at income allocation because there's two different things, right? Asset and income. 
income, because income is special retirement. Now, you need the cash flow. Right. you got to be looking at that pension. If you don't have a pension, you got to look at some source of uh, stream of income that's going to guarantee that, you know? Uh, I think that most people are confused because you got the big wire house, you know, the big main brand that just want to manage money, and then you have the people that are telling you to, you know, do Bitcoin and, 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 and you know, the flip houses, and it's a lot of confusion. You really need to just know that, you know, everything takes time. If it's good, man, it's, it's going to take some time. You know, it's like planting a seed. But uh, to answer your question, really, I think that the whole analysis paralysis is, is, is part of fear. You know what I mean? Because you've got to be able to, when you hear it, when you have ears that you can hear and eyes that you can see and you believe that the Father is taking care of all of your needs, when you come before a brother like James or me, you ought to be able to see us and know that we are one. And you should be able to see the God in us. Once we break it down to you like you're a six-year-old, we ain't gonna talk over your head. We don't keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what we do. We know that's what most people like to, you know, keep it simple. We, we adapt that strategy from one who came before us. Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. that's why you use those parables and those metaphors to keep okay. it simple. And when you say, okay, I got this concept down, and someone like James and myself, we can talk to you in layman's language, but there's a lot of wisdom behind that. You should be able to understand, feel good, and say, okay, James, that's mm-hmm. and, and I agree. I always say to clients, you know, trust but verify. Now, granted, I'm going to give the good advice, but James might lose his mind one day. I'm not getting hit by cars. Yeah, know? that's true. So you need to know what what it is we're trying to accomplish so when someone else comes along you will not be taken advantage of the key thing i hear you saying is this paralysis that comes from overanalyzing is often based on fear and fear of the unknown because you've not gone down the road before and that's why you've come to professions because you know this stuff i don't the same as when some people you know you there's a guy that want to be loved he want to get married mm. but he just turn on you know god keeps sending him good to okay but he okay. just said now <laughs> <laughs> you know, he started that off when he was 25 years old. The parable of the man on the roof, huh? <laughs> That's right. Well, why'd you make me drown? Right. Well, <laughs> <that's exactly. laughs> I tell you, James and Rob, I even gave you my letter. Yeah, yeah. You still, you still don't think that good enough. You know? mm. So, so, so you, you got to have faith, and you got to be able to discern, discern, and then you got to say, okay, it's for me, you know, because, because don't try to be perfect. Just know that the Father's with you, and uh, you know, and and, and it's all about relationships. Yes. I know you're a good guy, man. I, from the moment that I met you for years ago, man, we make sure, you know, when we out to these conferences all over the country, you know, we check and see, are you going to be there? You ain't going to be there. I ain't going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I need somebody to speak my language. But, you know, that's the truth. Okay. You better know it. You better know it. You know, I, I think too hard when we got to be ready. Well, I tell you what, man, I really appreciate you taking the time out of this busy morning that we have to import some of your knowledge on my listeners. Thank you, Robert. I appreciate it. Tap us going to get some more knowledge, huh? All right, bro. All right. Peace. All right. All right. Thank you, Wealth Builders, for another wonderful podcast. It was podcast number 19, Avoid Analysis Paralysis. And as always, I look forward to talking to you the next time we get together. And until then, keep building wealth. You have been listening to 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. Keep increasing your knowledge by going to marshallyourmoney.com and check out our educational videos, newsletters, and calculators. There you can also sign up for your free copy of his book, 100 Wealth Building Secrets. Like this podcast and follow it on podbean.com. You can also follow us on social media platforms, Facebook, Black Family Wealth, 
Twitter, James Marshall at Marshall Wealth, Instagram, Marshall Wealth, LinkedIn, James Marshall, and on YouTube, James Marshall Financial Educator. Email your questions or thoughts to james at marshallyourmoney.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, we build wealth one family at a time. No, you can't. I teach you how to say. Don't waste your money, but bank your money. Don't spend your end. I teach you how to say. Your bank account will be spilling out with them dividends. So I teach you how to say. Rule number one: If it ain't making money, it ain't making sense.